Hello, welcome back. I am Aaron Covington. And I'm Tony Rag. And we are 40 Black and Dad. All right, Tony, a little little um housekeeping here. So we get into you know some more episodes and just kind of thinking about the format of the pod. Um so recap from last week. Last week was intense. Mm-hmm. We had my buddy Sullivan Sullivan on, and we gave him like boot camp baby scared straight <laughs> right gave him the rundown you know and it felt really like high energy i definitely felt like i had a lot to get out to somebody who's expecting a baby like you didn't hear about this you gotta worry about mm-hmm. this pay attention da, 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 da. like it really felt like that you don't realize how much information you have even so early until you talk to somebody who hasn't gone through it yet like oh i, I learned a lot quickly a hundred percent and then after I was like, I didn't tell him this. I didn't tell him that, you know. Bring him back on the pod. It was just like a deluge of things yeah. that we hadn't covered. But I was like, oh, he needs to know this. This is more important. And then I was like, whatever we told him was was good. Stuff, a lot of stuff you just have to figure out as it happened. Mm-hmm. And of course, the lines of communication are always open. He may even, he should probably be probably be at the hospital now, today. Oh, in okay. labor or yeah. having had the kid, I haven't heard from him yet. I'll reach out like maybe in a couple of days and see how he's doing. That makes sense. But then in thinking about it, I really thought about this podcast and I was like, if somebody wouldn't listen to that episode and listen to the whole episode, they would get some useful information. But because we don't have like a post team, we're not like cataloging episodes. We're like at the mm-hmm. two minute mark, we talked about this. And at the 15 minute mark, we talked about this. So I wanted to think about a way to make this pod accessible for somebody coming in so they didn't have to just listen to every episode if they had a specific topic that they were interested in or wanted to know about. Yeah. So we're going to try to hyper-focus episodes on like a single topic. They may be a lot shorter, which I think is fine because we're not experts we're not giving people we're just sharing our experience mm. and things we've read and, and, and anecdotes and even stories from maybe other parents that we know that that have been through it um and then when we bring on a guest like sullivan and other friends who have kids who have older kids and we kind of mix it up those episodes i think will still be longer however long you know until we feel like we've really uh spent some time with that guest yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Good format. Um, so I was doing a pro, pros and cons list, and I was like, there's no cons to this, really. <laughs> <laughs> and at any point, it's not restrictive. We can go off and on tangents and rant. We're still, you know. Us. Yeah, we're still us. We can do whatever <laughs> we need to do. Um, and yeah, so this week, this week, what we're going to talk about, Tony brought up a really interesting question. And it kind of uh, collided with some other things I was seeing and thinking about at the same time last week. And it was, would you do it again? Have a kid, that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the one million dollar question: Would you do it again at what, what month one, month two, where you're at? And we're mm-hmm. gonna ask you this a few times, but it's a good place to start. Right. We keep coming back to it, and everybody has a different story. Um, just like for me, my 
family. My sister is three years older. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my partner, her family, her brother is like 17, was 17 years older. Wow. Huge gap. Huge gap. Her parents were really young when they had her brother, maybe fresh out of high school that age. <laughs> and then had her in their 30s. So huge gap. So it's really, and why we will revisit this question is because of things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know very few people who were like, but I do know a few, I know a few people who were like, oh yeah, my sibling is uh, uh, 13 months younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> parents like right back at it, you know? But usually it's usually like a couple year gap. And speaking of that, that's about where you are. Yeah. So yeah, so my so I'm the middle child. So my older brother is four years older than me, and my younger brother is five years younger than me. And there's a, so there's a, a oh. nine year difference between those two. So it, like you said, you know, the parents will have one early, and then they might wait for some time. Like, are we gonna do this again? Because you do have to be ready. You do have to be prepared, and you you feel like you might be, and you don't really know, and it's. You, you kind of know what to expect now after the first one and you have to decide, are we going to do this again? Right. Right. <laughs> and it's a conscious effort. Like the first time like, yeah, kid, like, oh, we're just going to be thrown in, you know, you know go into the deep end and we figure it out as we go. Now, like we're, you know, thinking about having a second one and, you know, going into that process, like, okay, well, we know exactly what to start to expect. Are we ready to do this? Especially being 40 years old. <laughs> and it's, oh man. So listen on the age thing since you did that. Um, okay, let's let's answer the question first. Let's answer the question. Let's answer the question. Tough, tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't at, sure if you're ready to answer yet. <laughs> at at seven weeks in, at seven weeks in, or just about seven weeks, I would probably say I'd probably say no, but okay. there's a number of reasons why. Um, one is. Uh, I'm a screenwriter and we just came off a historic strike. Mm-hmm. Industry is slow to to uh, recoup, to to get back on its feet, it feels like. And I would need definitely that consistent stability, the pre-strike stability before I really felt comfortable because, you know, we had a night nurse on a limited schedule mm-hmm. and I'm like, if I do it again, I know how to utilize a night nurse. I'm like, yo, how long can you hang out? <laughs> and I won't feel that like with the first kid, you feel like, oh, there's a separation. Like, you know, is the nurse going to be, you know, I have to learn how to do it myself. Mm-hmm. The second kid, you're like, take take it. And uh, I guess we'll feed it if we have to, but, you know. <laughs> bring it back when your shift's over. Yeah, bring it back when your shift's over. Be fine, yeah. Do, do you want a bottle? Yeah, give it that bottle. Don't bring her over here. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. What are we paying you for? You're fine. I'm busy. Yeah, that's funny that you say that because, like you said, it's it you you're you've learned enough to know like what it, you know what is safe for the baby. Yeah, you know, because the first time you do, it, you have no idea. Now it's like the second one. You're thinking, okay, well, I I know that my last child did this, this, and this, so this one should be fine. And you you have a little bit more, I would say, comfort with you know the 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 process of raising the baby or have having help. Yeah, in the beginning, you're like, I want to do it myself. I don't need any help. Now you're like, oh, I'm going to need some help. One, because you have a second baby, but also because, you know, it, you know it, it's just a lot of things to go through. 
Yeah, and it is a lot to think about dealing with this kid as she ages and having, you know, the first three months of no sleep with a new kid. It's like that does feel really hard to manage. And then the second thing that you mentioned that led us here is we're, we're old. My, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'll be 40 this year. My partner will be 42. And we had a pretty uneventful pregnancy. That's good. And it's hard to, to, to be like, it'll be like that again, you know? A hundred percent. Exactly. hundred percent. So I think especially for her, she, gonna she would need a lot more time to mentally recover and to face it and to face the possibility because this pregnancy even though it was uneventful there was a couple things that were just unusual and they turned Mm -hmm. out to be they turned out to be fine like it was hard for them to find her on the ultrasound the first time and we were like oh my god Mm -hmm. and they're like oh she's just kind of (laughs) hiding you know they you know when they found her it was like oh it's no big deal see ya we were like oh my goodness we were like about to puke over here so going through that again a second time, it just feels like kind of, you know, and humans, we are superstitious beings. We are beings that believe like in luck and, and, and all these kind of things. And it does feel like, you know, what are what, what's the law of averages? What's tempting fate, you know? Mm-hmm. So th- those things really make it hard to see doing it again right now. And yeah. You know, uh, what about you? I want you to answer the question. Yeah, no, you, you, it's funny you expressed a lot of the things that I had thought around the same time about the you know, one month, two month time frame, because at that point, I'm like, I don't want to do this again. Like, it's a lot of, um, not necessarily just work, but just a lot of emotional drain on not just me, but, you know, my wife. Um, she's 36. Yeah, she's 36. So, um, you know, we you get into what they call you know the geriatric pregnancies, and that that term right itself sounds super scary. Super scary. But then, like you said, like we got lucky the first time. Like you know, legend by all accounts, my, my son is like you know he's you know perfect kid. You know, he does everything. You know, he's hit all the milestones, everything like that. And I was like, do we want to tempt fate to have a second one and hope that it's the same thing? And if if it doesn't end up being the same will the will the feelings be different and that's one thing i kind of find myself asking is like if for some reason that you know the child has you know a birth defect or you know or some type of issue will i feel like guilty like oh we shouldn't have done this like we should have just stopped with the one and or will i be like well it, you know i still love my i'm still gonna love me the way but like right. you just have those kind of things in the back of your, your mind because I'm older, you know, I, I probably won't be able to carry my my second child as much as I'm carrying my first one because, you know, I had a little more energy, but now I'm like, man, my back hurts. Like, my back hurts just sitting here right now. Like I'm sitting right. on a pillow. And it's like, well, you know, what what am I going to, what is that second child going to potentially miss out on that the first child got that now I feel guilty for? But on the other side of it for myself is like, I am an older parent. So it's like, you, you don't got that many more years left. And the last thing I would want to do is leave my son with nobody else. Like I know how important it was to have my brother, uh, especially my younger brother, like me and my, my older brother, we're really close too, but my younger brother, Justin, like we've been through a lot of things together that only we would know based on where we grew up and what we went through. It was like, you have that person that will always understand you. And I, I I've always thought like you want to have a, a second kid or multiple kids. So they're not, they don't feel alone. They don't feel 
like they like if, if we pass away like they're just by themselves and i, I i've got to see kind of firsthand um what an only child is like because my one of my best friends growing up was an only child and he would always come over to like during dinner time like hey, well he wasn't only child it's just that i guess uh, let me take that back he, the age difference was so big between him and his his um sibling yeah. that that sibling was never in the, like they i mean growing up it was just him so i wouldn't i never wanted to do that so where i'm at now is we are planning to have a, a kid and we're talking about like you know starting tonight like you know, right. like, like, like really like really 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 soon uh we have a cruise coming up next month um which is also our anniversary our anniversary is february a little 25th. cruise okay so, yeah, so, it's our anniversary february 25th we'll be on the cruise like that's a good time for us to probably start to you know, try to coordinate yeah. <laughs> you know the second kid because i, I feel like i would feel worse if we didn't potentially try to have a second one um to have legend have a sibling versus if we if we didn't but with that is now we have to kind of make some some changes like you know we have to i have to get get back in a little bit better shape i you know there's some things i have to start to do that i wouldn't have done when i was like 25 but let's just do it again now i have to kind of think a little bit more strategically about you know what i'm eating what i'm drinking you know i'm getting more a little more exercise for myself and and my wife because we want to make sure that we don't like to tempt the odds like if you know if i'm out of shape or you know she is not in the spot that she wants to be in we don't want that to be a potentially a potential factor for any kind of issue down the line so Um, a lot that goes into, I've thought about this question a lot, uh, even before I asked it to you and we're, we're landing on yes right now, but we just don't know. Um, well, it's, and it's, it's interesting. Cause you're like at about the two and a half, almost, you know, two and a half plus mark where you start mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe if it even wasn't for this podcast, you'd be like, oh yeah, I miss a little baby, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, oh, still so small and uh, so cute. Oh, you know where you've forgotten the trauma the relentlessness you know yeah definitely forgot it because there's new trauma new relentlessness like yeah. the, the terrible twos we talked about are real but that's again that's part of the growth so i've forgotten about the, the baby stages but it's because we're on to something else yeah. you're, you're, um, you're we're also dealing with fibroids over here which is like an issue not talked about a lot okay especially for black uh black women um these growths that can attach to the uterus and be all in the, all in the, all in the body yeah, that uh, can really complicate things and complicate a pregnancy and a, and a birth. So, um, you know, women probably know what I'm talking about. If any, you know, women are listening, if guys don't definitely Google fibroids and pregnancy, uh, it's, it's a big deal and it's, it's, it can be really dangerous, you know, and we ended up our cesarean, was pretty much because we because of fibroids so oh wow you know that's a that's that that's another thing that's like do we have a surgery for those first if we want to have another one remove those but sometimes removing those is its own problem so you know there's a lot to weigh mm-hmm. and consider if we want to even deal with that part of it again yeah there's also the idea of like oh you had you you you, you had a whatever a boy or a girl Let's try for a, let's try for the, you know, you had a boy, let's try for Other a girl, one. for mom, yeah. let's try for a boy for that. And that's something that it's hard. I can't really, I don't prescribe to because I know how genetics work, you know, 
just because you want whatever next, it doesn't mean that's not how that's not how it works. It doesn't work mm -hmm. by wanting, you know. So I know a lot of people do that. But the thing that's really been getting me or since we started this conversation is the age difference in your family. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting, like four or five year difference feels smart. Even a three year difference feels like cutting it close. But with your four or five, it's like you're definitely preschool or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can be out of the house and you can listen and you can, you know what I mean? As a kid, <laughs> it's like you can talk to that kid if that kid exactly. is four, four and a half and older. Uh, they also so, want to help. That's a, that's a big thing. Like at, you want to help. They want to help. At least you had at least a couple years of somebody that's like, you know, trying to be a part of what's going on before they start getting like upset or jealous or you know yeah. whatever. And then you can work through that. But that's really something that's striking me. And but you know, again, like you said, we're forty plus. So I don't know that we got. Yeah, well, we got five years. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it, 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 it's literally for us, like, probably we have, we have, we're down to months now. Like we're, we're, we're looking at, you know, 24 months is, is our, at our max and even probably less than that. And those are the things you have to think about because again, the older you get, the the more problems it is. And, you know, been to something like, you know, we, we, we kind of normalize how precious and how rare it is to have a healthy baby. Like right. just the, the, just, you know, the sperm getting to the egg healthily and you know, going through the gestation period. Like it's a miracle of life to make it here. Like we're miracles. So for us to like, for everything to go right, you know, the, the whole time is it's a bunch of miracles one after another. And the older you get, the less likely those miracles are going to happen in succession. And I think about that a lot. It's like, you know, we, we, we want the best, but we, it's, it's a crapshoot. You have no idea. And you know, talking about, oh, we have a boy now. We want to have a girl. Like we have, it could be all boys. And I've heard many different, um, like old wives tales and superstitions about how to do, you know, how to get a girl, how to get a boy. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's just pray. Um, and then there's kind of societal things that yeah. may or may not bother a person. Um, in one way, it's like, well, we got to repopulate the earth. You only have one kid. You're not, Probably. you know, each you got, you got to have three, really, even two kids. It's not replacement level. Mm -hmm. That's just like cancel out. You got to have three. You got to have that extra one, <laughs> you know, and then they all have to reproduce. So, you know, and subscribe to that. And even as a black person, you're like, well, you know, we're, you know, successful black people. We're, you know, we're doing well. We're like, Hey man, we should be having more, more kids, bringing more kids into the world, you know? They can't even get it right. You know? But so it, it just doesn't always shake out like that, you know? But those things do, like, you know, maybe they're, they're, maybe those are pressures other people might even put on you or put on a person, you know, that you have to wade through and think about if that really matters to you or if that's even something you can do something about. Like, again, at 40 plus, I don't know, we're not having three kids. That's almost like, there may be one more <laughs> in a few years, yeah. but three is, like, that's that's just not happening. So, well, and you had brought up something earlier talking about stability too. It's like you know you don't want to bring in a bunch of kids into this world if you don't have a stable place for them to eat, sleep, you know, grow, you know, experience life. And I, I know you know they talk about the different um, studies they've done about you know the social economic status and how many kids in certain social economic statuses and like 
you know, you see people waiting longer because we're not getting as established as early as they were generations before because of the job market or whatever, whatever it may be. So we're waiting later to have our first kids, which means we're having less kids, which again, it all kind of goes back to that repopulating the earth. And we're slowly there's, there's, we're not having enough kids that are offsetting the ones that are passing away. And I actually think that this whole like repopulate thing is, is, is kind of a myth. This brings us to, I think we're going to kind of, wind down in here but i'm going to introduce a sci-fi corner real quick okay as a a screenwriter imagination expert i want to give you some thoughts that this also brought me to which is like we're not even relying on kids having kids for the furthering of like humanity anymore it's it's we got it's modern medicine Mm -hmm. and health and nutrition and and technological advances even artificial intelligence or like hybrid human Mm-hmm. things in the future this is what's <laughs> gonna know. advance humans as everybody starts to live to like 100 you know 90 to 100 plus that's yeah. what like it seems like we're working towards for whatever reason so you don't need to have eight kids to like keep your family going because you're gonna lose half of them <laughs> before they you know right? yeah but what capitalism also wants to do is take parenting away from parents so here's a sci-fi of, the, of, of how parent how kid they want it to go. In the future, the fourth trimester will be very much like in the Matrix. <laughs> Kid will, kids will be born and they'll be in a pod that keeps them kind of in an embryonic fluid type, type of situation that slowly yeah. decreases for three months. So they can still develop and they're constantly getting fed. But there'll be different tiers. There's like a basic tier, the Medicare tier. And then <laughs> the Medicare tier. You can purchase add-ons. Like if you want the kid to hear the parent's voice, you can record messages and it'll play that in the pod for the kid. You can purchase music and it'll play like soothing music. But if you don't purchase it, it might, it'll just play like white noise for the whole time. You know, and you can purchase these add-ons, like even scent. You can bring in some musty clothes and it'll filter your scent into the kid. So it'll feel like the parents can know, the kid can know the parent in some way. And that is my sci-fi corner of like what futuristic medicine and technology is driving for you with kids so that way you never have to miss work you know what i mean because they don't want you to miss a second we got to be hyper productive you have your kid they stay in a pod you can pay to visit the pod and see the kid (laughs) wiggle around they'll send you videos of two hours a day when they take the kid off of let it breathe real air and everything as part of the development. And you can see like two weeks, it does this six weeks. They do this. That's all these windows. It's the same way we have it now where it's like, mm-hmm. you got to check all these development markers. They'll let you check them, but you got to pay for it. And this is dystopian that's, sci-fi. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's deep. You should be, hopefully you're writing that. Like that, that definitely sounds like a, a good series um, that could be very popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like, and, and and it's very funny because it, that partially how society is now when we talk about like daycare, like a, after, you know, like I said, my son right now is at daycare, he's two. And then they they literally right when I sat down, they sent me a picture of him like drawing and tracing and giving me updates throughout his development throughout the day. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, we're doing that kind of right now. It's just yeah. now you can do it earlier and then have the have the parents go back to work even faster. That's, 
That's that's actually that's some pretty advanced thinking there, sir. I, yeah, I this is like this is like a technological up. kind of handmaid's tale kind of thing of like yeah. hyper capitalism and hyper technology and AI doing everything. And then if your kid doesn't do something, then it's like a reject and they just send it. It gets like a lower level of it just lives it just lives in a box. For, oh no. Ooh, that's I mean, so good. It's gotta be bad, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Don't it, want that. Yeah. It's already so much of trying to take the connection away from parents and kids, you know, mm -hmm. like less time with them. And, you know, a lot of the instructions are kind of keeping you away from the kid or keeping you away. Like just recently, they they gotten away from the like, let the kid cry it out thing. Like now you see everybody saying, don't do that. That's bad advice. But for a couple yep. generations, that was yep. the advice, you know? Yeah. I didn't, let them cry. They'll, they'll get tired. Like, oh, I mean, but they also might need something. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> they're not trying to mess with you they're they, they don't understand so it's not a trick <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's a good that's a good idea man De definitely uh start writing them ideals down i think that could be a a good screenplay oh yeah yeah i got them i got them written so yeah that's it man would you have a kid maybe you know we'll see down the road it's hard to know right now but because early on it's so like just relentless mm -hmm. you know and um but like we said last week, there's kind of a delusion in, in parenting where you kind of have a fondness for what the, the periods that came before, you know? Yeah. Um, but I wish you guys luck on your journey. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll give you guys updates how it goes. But yeah, the, the plan is to be having another one by the end of the year or somewhere around there. Wish you guys the best of luck. And uh, it, it'll be definitely, if we're still going, it'll be interesting pods. And you're like, yeah, you know, we're like re redoing it. <laughs> the episodes we kind of done. You're like, yeah, to sleep, but you'll be so much better prepared. We'll see. That'll yeah. be really interesting to talk to you when you like know what you're doing, you know. And and the one I would say the one good thing or one of the good things is we already have a lot of the lot of stuff. We got bottles, we got clothes, we got unisex clothes. So right. yeah, it, it hopefully is a cheaper experience <laughs> the right, second time right. around. Because I mean, we we didn't throw anything away. I mean, we have everything the only thing we have to re-get is this snoo because we, we rented it instead of bought it so everything else we have and we're, we're fully prepared and he's he also has two um older um, cousins that are boys one's three another one's like eight so we get boxes of clothes almost like every other month so it, it it's hopefully a a different experience and one we can enjoy a little bit more because we know it's coming well, we'll keep an eye out. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you again, Tone. And uh, we'll talk probably next week. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for listening. Come back and we'll give you guys some more nuggets of uh, being a black dad in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs>